it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Ready to get your glitter on? Then head to Worlds of Fun Grand Carnival from July 23rd through August 7th for a larger-than-life shimmering celebration. Join the spectacle of color, a dazzling parade of floats, performers, music, and beads that sweeps across the park. And take your taste buds on a world tour while dancing to music after dark. Save over 45% with a Carnival bundle, which includes admission, parking, and three food tastings. Only at worldsoffun.com. Uh, it's the start here, it's the match reaction for Everton nil, Wolves 1. Uh, final whistle's just gone and it's just very sombre in the stadium, as you can probably hear. Um, no one, no real anger. Just the seeming realisation and some of the some of the players coming over now. Um, getting a bit of stick as you can hear. As you can hear, a lot of booze. A lot of a, There you go. Uh, yeah, as you can hear, yeah, the atmosphere is not great for a lot of these players. A lot of expletives getting thrown around. A uh, few bits of applause now, but fans aren't happy after a, a pretty gutless display from a lot of the lads on the pitch today. It does feel like we're clattering towards the championship now. You know, that's nine. Fans now singing, you're not fit to wear the shirt. As you can hear. So, yeah, heavy, heavy end of the game, really. Just feel completely numb about that. Um, players are cowards. Players are poor, and we've seen it all season. Um, I'll be joined by Mark Mosey um, in a boozer somewhere near the ground after this. But grim day for Everton. And the prospect of relegation feels even more real today. And it is very, very scary. So we'll speak to you again very, very soon. Uh, we're back on the post-match outside the brick in town and not in town on county road rather and mark mosey there's a rainbow picturesquely going into goodison park here and if we'd won today it would have been like oh what a nice omen you know things things are going to be better in the future but um i mean everton needs to go and find that pot of gold don't they at the end of that because they are in desperate need of something good but 
and he was just speaking there before we we record on it and you've always been pretty level-headed always felt as though this team's going to be okay and I mean even you said there you are you are feeling the peril now yeah this is um this is for what I've seen in the last 30 years the clearest and biggest opportunity of this club getting relegated um and do you know what we I've been here and seen the 98 team you know teams of the early 90s who were equally dreadful um, but what we lacked in those moments and in those seasons was clear quality on the pitch um, I, I don't necessarily think it, it is that albeit you know it, it clearly wasn't on show today but we all know collectively that we've got football players who are capable of, of playing at a higher level than they, than they currently are in, in the league at the moment but for all of the basic qualities that it takes to keep a football team of, of any quality level in this league we lack all of them, you know, bravery, intelligence, sheer desire. Um, you know, we all know the reason why the last 15 minutes in particular were difficult for Everton today, but we could have been there for three weeks and not scored a goal. The, the, the level of control that we afforded to the opposition team was was comical. Um, and a, a lot of that was down to, you know, intrinsic in-game decisions that the players weren't capable of making. But a lot of it, unfortunately, was down to the way that the team was, was set up from the get-go um, and you know he's only been here for what six games is it now but already I, I, I'm sick of looking at this team an hour before kick-off thinking imagine if Benitez had done that and today was another shining example of that whereby following on from a game where we were absolutely crying out to play three at the back down at Tottenham and we didn't and got absolutely torn apart today was a game that we all knew we had to take the impetus in and we had to go and, and, and you know, take the game to Wolves and go out and win it. And from minute one, be it in terms of your lineup or the way that you, you go about playing the game, we didn't do that in the slightest. Um, and I've got I've got massive, massive worries about, you know, every everyone will have come out of that game and looked at the results and looked at the league table and saw Everton lingering on 22 points and we are we are all now thinking what, what does it take to stay up and you know people say 30, low 30s mid 30s where, where do Everton get 10 points from it's it's well, really that, that was, that was really one, terrifying well, that was one of the ones they look at and think and I, I didn't think we were going to win today but I thought we, we could get a point because Wolves are obviously a good side you can see why they're, they're doing well they've obviously got a great shape got some good technical players in there but you looked at that one today and you, you get even in the week, you know, with the videos of Anthony Gordon sort of saying, yeah, we're, we're going to need you today, we're going to need you to get over the line. Like, you know, lads, take some take some yeah. professional pride and some yeah. personal responsibility here because it sort of felt like 20 minutes in, we, you know, it was the, it was the, the, the groundwork and was, was fertile for a good, good atmosphere because everyone yeah. was up for it. The team were, were, were putting it in. That Huang went off and on and off and on again, and everyone was fuming. You think, right, th- this is the the sort of beginnings of what great Goodison atmospheres and big performances have been built on in the past, and everyone was right up for it and yeah. fully on it. But then after that subsided and the game calmed down a little bit, and Wolves gradually started to get a foothold. It was just, it was like, it was like someone giving us a general anaesthetic for, for the entirety of the game, and everything just grew weaker and weaker and weaker. And I don't know if it's a case of Everton and a variety of players tossing it off for 70 minutes when it gets difficult. Yeah. And I don't, or I don't know if it's because they haven't got the physicality or the fitness to do it. Both of them are bad. Mm. But both of those are, are embarrassing things to be, to be thinking about it. But 
I just want to go to the end of the game and I don't know if you jump straight off I mean I, I think I texted you after John Joe Kenny got sent off saying come on let's get back the boozer but stayed into the end in the end and I've never heard Goodison like that after a, a full time whistle there was just an eerie quiet that just came over the whole place Richarlison a few other players went on the horn just had, had the, their um, shirt over the head and then as people would have heard at the start of the park because a record up there you know Frank Lampard or some of the players came over to the Gladys Street at the end and they got pelters they got sung a song I've not heard ever I don't think at Goodison Park people singing you're not fit to wear the shirt and as much as you know we will talk about the game today you know in, in the past few weeks most people have been saying right we need to get behind these lads you know we need to, we need to get behind them at Goodison they need us they need us they need us I think it's games like that, performances like that, and an application like that, yeah. where people will look at first thing and go, why the fuck should I bother with these? What, what? And, and I know people will be saying, well, it's our football club, etc., etc." but mm. that thing comes in your back of your mind after 20 minutes if you're not playing well, or 25 minutes if you're not playing well, and you're thinking, what, what have these shown me? What, what have these lads shown me and this manager shown me to fully invest in them and fully get behind them? Because that's nine points in 20 Premier League games now. And... This is, this is terminal decline. It, it is terminal decline. And when you've got players who don't care, players who don't want to run, managers who set the team up in, in, in baffling ways, it's, I'm sort of exasperated and I've got no real idea what to say in regards to how we get out of this now. The most terrifying thing about Everton's terminal decline, as you, as you call it, is that I, I personally don't know where the basement is. I mean, relegation to the championship hopefully is it <laughs> hopefully that's the worst possible prospect we can ever imagine but for a football team who in that circumstance would be absolutely abandoned by its best players not to mention most of its major sponsors at the moment and I think where where is the pit for this football club um, the the terrifying aspect that, that you know you mentioned there and I felt today was that there is at some point a moment whereby all of the the narrative that we give it loads on you know on be it on twitter or in general conversations with your mate or in that first five minutes of singing goodison or all of that effort that you put in only really means anything if it translates into any one of those players feeding off that energy and and that intensity and, and managing to turn it into an actual performance and you know we'll we'll mention exactly the same sort of players in terms of people who will headlessly run themselves into the ground like Anthony Gordon and Richarlison you, you'll always get that sort of base level of energy from them but it, it, all, all of the things that we talk about you know making lots of noise and intimidating opposition teams well opposition teams are going to come here with very good footballers they're going to bring someone like Ruben Neves who quite clearly is capable of just laughing at our midfield while strolling through them simultaneously and I mean, to touch on the midfield, the fact that we are still in the predicament that we are in, probably two or three managers down the line from when we first reiterated this point where Everton are simply not good enough to play two midfielders in the centre of the pitch. And be it Decore, Alan, Van der Beek, any, any one of the midfielders that that have come before them we are not capable of playing that system 5-3-2 for me is a is a system that relies in particular when you're playing against a team who are well drilled yeah. in it for the last three or four well, years you could, see, you could see that with them today couldn't you they, they, they knew it inside out absolutely yeah. and it, it, it requires either very very quick ability to adapt to that or a supreme level of intelligence and we we absolutely haven't got the latter. And what what really disappointed me about the setup today and, and and the philosophy of how we were playing, 
later on in the second half, anyone who's watched the game will have seen that the crowd were getting pretty on the back of, of Jordan Pickford and our back three for consistently trying to play out from the back. And it's, it's one thing to say that that's how we want to go about playing football and that's what Frank Lampard's Everton needs to look like, etc., etc. The two points I make there is that you need to have a football and brain in that situation to say, this is not working. Yeah. We are getting pressed high. We are giving the ball away constantly and this is absolutely not working for us. And the second point to make is that when you are getting beat 1-0 and you see results coming up on the scoreboard of other teams around you being pragmatic and winning games as I'm, I, none of us have seen those games but I'm, 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 I can picture the way that Leeds ground out the results <laughs> against Norwich today you need to realise that that ideal that you have in your head about what Everton is meant to look like quite frankly for the next two months does not matter and it doesn't look as though we've got that, that level of realism about us that Again, that, that's one of those words that you need to keep you in this league. And I think we, we, will, we will just slowly and naively drift away into that bottom three. And at that point, I don't necessarily think we've got enough to, to drag us out. The, the fact that we have got to week, I don't know, 25, is it, in the league for, for us this, this week, the fact that we've got to this stage and not been in that relegation zone is an absolute sin for the bottom three that, that currently sit there. But I, I feel as though... I look at that league table and I look at Burnley in particular. I look at Watford on the back of what they've done today. We've, both, we've got to go to both of them. That, the, that, that, I think that, that's massive for me. Not yeah. only are they capable of beating crap teams like us, but they are capable of going away to teams where you wouldn't necessarily consider them getting a result ordinarily but anyone who's watched the Premier League in the last 20 years will know that the last 10 weeks is madness that th- those teams will go away and they'll pick up results in bizarre circumstances well, like Watford have done today and like Burnley yeah. did at Brighton a few weeks ago went there and won 3-0 you know, we, they, we have not they, got that no, we're incapable of doing that and you know you mentioned the two away games that we have got and you know <laughs> What one of the positives apparently is that we have to come back to this whole another seven times, is it, in the next in the, in the next few weeks? So the, the fact that we've actually got to in somehow go away to other grounds and, and stamp some form of not only not only authority but just a, a general level of confidence and you know that that ability to just kind of sit back from the situation and think well. Yes, we are in a football match, but this is going to rely on just sheer character. And, you know, everyone would have had exactly the same fear coming to this ground today, whereby if Everton go one goal down, we are finished. And in particular without Dominic Calvert-Lewin, for whatever reason he wasn't included today, we we have absolutely no no bite or or no finesse about us going forward. And I I, I feel for people like Anthony Gordon because he he looks like someone already at such a tender stage of his career who is carrying the responsibility of literally tens of thousands of people. Um, And he he is not capable of doing it on his own. None of our individual players are capable of doing that. And I think that the disappointing thing for me is that, you know, Evertonians in general... We, we hold on to grudges in particular with our own team we, we are capable of remembering the yeah. worst the worst performances possible and, and storing those in our minds for, for years and what we have all collectively agreed to do in the last few weeks and I, I think all of us have felt this in home games is that we've agreed to leave that at the turnstile and today was another example of that whereby we're coming off the back of an embarrassing hide and on Sky Sports on a Monday night against a team who yes have quality but are able to be sat behind and you know we were able to ask them questions that we honestly didn't on Monday night I, I'm, I'm thinking about coming back here on Thursday now and yes yes, you know what in, in four days time I'll feel differently and I'll do it and I'll leave all of the 
the, the bad sentiment and all of the the horrible feelings I've got towards Everton on the turnstile on that night as well. But at some point, we have to get something back here. Um, you know, we're, we're standing outside with a bunch of fellas outside the pub. We've all paid 600 quid to come back and watch this football team next yeah. year. And uh, as much as that's not the that's not the MO for this team to, to appease us constantly, there has to be a moment whereby the the good grace that Everton fans are trying to afford their team constantly and all of this thing that Frank Lampard says on a weekly basis you know the fans need to be there for us well on, on 90 minutes today that, that's unfortunately it's not, us. it's not on us this you know, we're, we're, well, exactly, we're not the yeah. dickheads here it's, 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 them. It's, it's these players who've gone through and, and let's have it right there's been a lot of talk about the home form recently and how it's, you know, it's been really good and that's good, that could keep us up our home form's been awful mm. they've, won, they've won two Premier League games at home since they beat Norwich back in September that's, that's horrendous the last two games listen City or not We've, we, I, think it's, I think it's three of the last four we haven't scored a goal in Villa kept us out yeah. City kept us out and obviously Wolves kept us out today no, of course he went to, to Southampton didn't score a goal there and we went to um, Tottenham didn't score a goal there yeah. as well it's, 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 I mean you said a word there which I think is really important and it's realism and I think Frank Lampard needs to get real a little bit about the way in which this team plays mm. this team is not good enough to knock it out to a centre back and play it out from the back and build up yeah. like that you know, when you've got John Drew Kenny and Mason Holgate and Ben Godfrey as your back three, I mean, I, I don't mind Godfrey's obviously coming back today, but the lad has got a lot of attributes and passing the football is not one of them, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and doing that against a team that is so well versed in that system, that presses high, has got a great shape. Today, we just played ourselves into trouble time after time after time to the point where, as you mentioned, it got into midfield. The core and Van der Beek were completely outnumbered and they made bad decisions and they lost the ball and, and Wolves were in then. I mean, Wolves weren't amazing today. They, they just had... It was like they just like had, had their hand around our neck and they were just gradually, yeah. slowly strangling the life out of Everton. Yeah, I, I reckon that they, they definitely do that here every single season. <laughs> if, if I could pick two players that I'm terrified of playing against now that David Silva has finally left, <laughs> it'll be Ruben Neves and Raul Jimenez because yeah. they look like they, they, are, they, are, they were born to upset and intimidate Everton Football Club and they do it every single time they come here. Yeah. Um, but but I, I, just, I, I think he needs to get real about the way this team can play. And I think we, we have seen ways... And I think the Leeds game and the City game were a bit different today because obviously we didn't play that that back three. They, they were more front foot aggressive. But we, were, we were a bit more direct, I think, in both of those games as well. Today, it felt like we just sort of fell into their trap of trying to do something that we weren't capable of doing. Mm. I don't know if it was because Dom didn't play and they were a bit wary about knocking it long to Richarlison against Cody and, and the other two grocks they had back there. But my word, the amount of times it went out to our fullback, came back in, into midfield, and we yeah. lost the ball. And, and you, you're so right about the midfield three because we got a glimpse of it against City for an hour mm. a couple of weeks ago where it worked really well and Everton played really well. I, I don't know if he's pissed off with Alan after Monday or what, but that was the, that was the area of the pitch against City which he sort of looked at and thought, that's, that's got potential to work really well, mm. that, to, to, you know, to, to be something going forward and to, you know, there's a bit of balance in there. Alan's not a holding midfielder, granted. The core is coming back from injury, but there, there were promising signs there. And after Tottenham on Monday... Instead of completely ripping up the defence and saying, Holgate, Coleman, you're out. Patterson, you're in. Bramfweight, you're in. He's gone and done it with the midfield. It's, it, mm. it, it, it is a little bit baffling. And I, 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 don't really get, I don't really get what he was thinking with that setup today at all. No, I mean, and, you know, whether, it, as you mentioned, that we've played on the front foot and got positive results here. And whether that's on the back of, of just sheer positivity from everyone around us or the fact that we play the back four or a midfield three or whatever it may be 
if you've managed to tap into some form of winning formula in a team that has otherwise managed to consistently fail you, then surely you have to kind of run with that in terms of a, a momentum point well, of view. How many, how many games did you say you've been in? It's probably about seven games in all competitions. Yeah, yeah, and how, how many different systems have we played? So we played three at the back in his first game. We played 4-4-2 against Leeds and Southampton. That was played, essentially five at the back yeah, today. Which we played, right back we to played 4 3 3 I mean, it's... It's, and I know, I know there's been injuries and obviously there's been yeah. stuff from, from today over he's still searching for something but at some point surely you've got to say especially when, when we're losing every week it's, you've got to find some kind of consistency in there would well, you know what the point I'd make on that is that what, what today has shown me and I think the rest of the week will probably show us hopefully with the changing of the tide is that this, this next 11 or 12 games or wherever it may be we're, we're not going to stay up on the back of a, a gradual building of good momentum and you know a, a lot of people bought into that fact because we were going to play you know okay leave the Crystal Palace game out of it because it's a bit of an anomaly but this Wolves and Newcastle game we had people saying going into this weekend that we absolutely had to get six points out of this I mean you've got to be the most insane or naive Everton fan to think that we were ever capable of winning these two football matches and already I'm terrified about Thursday but th- th- this is a, this is not going to be a gradual you know pick a formation let's go with it as much as a lot of us want it to look like that we, we are not going to be able to gradually build ourselves into this because we quite frankly haven't got the quality or the time to be able to do that it's going to be on a on a frightening game by game basis and that is probably reflected in the fact that Lampard is constantly chopping and changing not only the personnel but the formation because he for my money he's treating every single kick of this football as an individual moment and as an individual football match and he's probably looking at the summer as being the time where he and his backroom staff sit down and, and you know have that moment of reflection to figure out what next season is going to be but you, you don't need me to tell me tell everyone listening what the, the fears about next season are going to be never mind what league we're in um, it's just I I, do you know it, it's very difficult on the back of frightening results and it's, it's been massively intensified by results elsewhere today obviously but I, I'm looking around at the, the bottom do you know what? I'm not even looking at Leeds on, on the back of today because they look like a team who yeah, like four ahead of us now with four two points ahead hand. they've made the change albeit not an overwhelmingly you know invigorating one in bringing Jesse March in and that, that could go either way but I think, I, I think for them it's the nature of that today isn't it you know yeah, conceding yeah. in the 91st minute to equalise it then winning it in the 94th that's, that's well, huge well, for everyone watching us do exactly yeah. what we've done yeah. uh, and I think I think most of us are now collectively at the point whereby the number of games played means absolutely nothing uh, and you know what yeah we, we have got we have got time and the, this is not the, the you know the self-destruct button by fans does not need to be pressed right now in the way that it was done by players today but it's it's really really frightening times and you know all, all of those conversations we had back in November and December about three worst teams and there being far too many good players and too good a team to go down I think they have been well and truly volleyed into touch yeah it's 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 horrible is it to be sat here saying you take 38 points now you know that 38 yeah oh I would murder a human being for 38 points the things I would do it's just, it's, I mean what are we on now 22 22 I mean we, we we are fortunate in it. We had seventeen after. We had seventeen after seven games. I'd bite your hand off for thirty-five points now. And that that is it's a reflection, yes, of Everton. It's a reflection of of the Premier League and how it's declined. Certainly, the bottom half of the league has declined in recent seasons, and you know that that forty-point mark has gone well and truly out the window. But 
I mean, I, I'm, I'm talking to you there about winning another 13 points in this league. 13 points in the next, what, eight weeks? Are, yeah. we, are we capable of that? I, I, I've seen absolutely nothing that, that suggests that we are. But, and the, the, What do you think is that 20 games is not... Uh, Spell is it? It's a that's that's a decent that's a decent sample size yeah. football matches. You play. I think we played in that time every team apart from Leicester. Who obviously we've got to play twice still in June. <laughs> but but you, but you know you know that that is that is extrapolated over the course of the season. That's one of the worst teams in Premier League history. You know that 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 sort of that sort of yeah. landmark gets you to what. 17, 18 points over the course of an entire season. That that's Derby sort of Sunderland levels, yeah. and it's. I think uh, and, and only fans of only fans of relegation threatened clubs will be able to watch their team and sit in a stadium and just without any form of conversation or anything major happening on the pitch they'll, they'll be able to look at their team for a spell of you know 10 or 15 minutes and think you guys are all in trouble here and in between what I'd say 70 and 85 today and obviously that included a, a red card for John Joe Kenny I think we all had that moment. You mentioned periods of silence. One was after the game. One was when the results got flashed up on the screens in the first half as well, where everyone thought, shit, we, we are really Nothing in this now. Up, yeah. um, but we all have those moments where we, we look at our own, who we know so well, and think, I've, I've never seen you so close to danger. Uh, and, you know, the, the players felt it absolutely today as well as the fans. And, you know, Frank Lampard did his bit in, in coming over to... To the Gladys Street to try and to try and turn that attitude and turn that tide, and I think he'll he'll have learnt very quickly, if, if not in the previous six games, but in the aftermath of today's, that, that this isn't this isn't Chelsea where you're able to bounce back with quality players and not win Derby. a few games <laughs> in a round. We're not, we're not as good as Derby County as, as Wayne Rooney will attest to, but yeah, um, le- lessons are being learned incredibly quickly and incredibly harshly at the moment. I mean, I was going to finish off by saying the Thursdays enormous, and it is enormous, but. Even even right now, like you said, it probably feels a bit different by the time we, we get to the ground on Thursday and we play in, play in Newcastle. But yeah. it's it's one of them at the moment. You just think, oh, you know, again, are we really at this point again where this is another massive game which which we could ultimately end up end up faltering in? You know, it's and as much as we can talk about the team and ch- making changes to to the system and making changes to the personnel, it, it just feels at the moment like whatever whatever we do, it's. Where, where do these points come from? There's no, there's no route towards points here, is there? Based on changes or personnel at the moment. And, and I guess at that point, you you rely on moments where you know you mentioned you know 20 minutes in today where the the Wolves player goes down injured and you know. But that felt that felt like it was like right exactly. everyone everyone's off for this now because because this lad's being a dickhead. The referee is clearly not handling it. It's like right. This is this is fertile ground for Goodison to be great today, and then Wolves knocked it around for ten minutes. Our players just shrugged their shoulders and like, oh, well, you can, you can see where this game's going from that point on. And that that's all that Goodison Park can offer, isn't it? Certainly yeah. from a fan point of view today, I think we're all so disheartened today. Yes, obviously because of the result, but it's because this this major weapon that we've spoken about being the home games and and the ability of the crowd to essentially drag our football team out of the mire, it it, it vanished. In ten minutes, and and that's not through any you know any fault of, of Everton fans as much as people want to want to label us as being some some element of blame here. It's it's because 
the football the football players failed to capitalise on a moment where, as you say, Goodison Park would have historically thrived on. And yes, there has to be some level of quality, and, and possibly you have to get a bit of luck. And you know, if Richarlison gets his, his foot onto Anthony Gordon's cross in the first half, and we go one 0 up, then you know maybe we're talking about a different game. But even in that situation we are going to go behind in, in games this season we are going to go ahead in football games and both of those situations are going to really demand a level of resilience in order to either hold on to a result or come back and pick something up you know a, a point would have been on reflection today a point would have been a a, a massive result <laughs> yeah. and it, it's ridiculous to say that but at the point of Kenny getting sent off you still need to have that level of positivity about you to pick yourselves up and say, well, do you know what? We've got 15 minutes here. Let's lash... I can't believe I'm saying it, but let's lash Solomon Rondon. Well, he made two subs today, which is, I thought was a bit weird. I, I can't yeah. believe that Solomon Rondon didn't get on today. No. And, you know, I, I also can't believe I'm saying that. But well, it's, it's, it, it's when you get down to 10 men and you, you've got to go direct, haven't you? Absolutely, that, yeah. yeah. And uh, th- this is on the back of your own football fans. Well, I scored two goals the other week. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean... Regardless of regardless of the nature of that particular game, as you say, it, it absolutely demanded a change in philosophy today. The the playing around the back, a it wasn't getting us up the pitch quick enough, and b we were playing against a team who were intelligent they're not, enough. They're to not know good that. enough to do it. We no, haven't got players good no, enough to and, do and it. And the, the opposition knew that, which yeah. which was dangerous. Boreham Wood aren't going to know that, but but it's, 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 like, it's like knew that. It was like the zonal marking earlier in the season. It's like these lads aren't good enough. Mm. They're not they're not intelligent enough. They're not switched yeah. on enough as footballers to be able to play a system that reply, requires some kind of complexity and some kind of cerebral like mm. ability. The, they can't do this technically on the ball as well they can't do it John Joe Kenny bless him of course he did okay today in, in the main but that lad's not a, a centre back you know? do you know what <laughs> the silver lining of, of Everton's and in particular his situation is that we quite frankly haven't got the ability to go into Thursday's game and play three at the back right. because we, we, we haven't got the the personnel there without bringing back horror shows like Michael Keane into the into the setup, and that's, that's clearly not going to happen but the one other point I'd make is that we, we've got you know, there's clearly general issues. You know, be it from the team as a whole, or the manager, or the setup, or whatever it is. But certain individuals have got to start stepping up in this team now. Um, you know, there are players who we've brought in. Nathan Patterson is obviously someone who's just been totally sidelined for whatever reason. If he's gonna, if he's gonna in any way make his transfer in January relevant, then Frank Lampard simply has to has to bring him into the fold. Vitaly Mikolenko has to start looking like a twenty million pound fullback uh, because, for my money, he looked absolutely dreadful today. Um, at the point where, forgive me, I don't know who it was, but Wolves right winger just, just yeah. runs straight at him in the second half, and, and Mikolenko through utter fear just drags him down outside the box it leads to two really poor free kicks outside of our 18 yard box and ultimately ultimately leads to Cody's goal and I think the other one I've mentioned is Deli Ali, who who now albeit you know I'm not, I'm not going to start to the game I'm not hanging these players out to dry absolutely yeah hey, hang out to dry he deserves to be hung out to dry today I, I, if, you, if you've got gripes get them out you know, he, he, he is not someone who is who is integral to the gradual downfall of this team but we are all now ready for him to start being that. You know, he's he's a seasoned Premier League professional footballer. He needs to be coming in here and making a difference. And whether it's in a 20-minute cameo in the back of a game that we really need something out of, or if it is to be starting against Newcastle in the week and being that kind of second striker to Richarlison or, or whatever it may be, there are individuals in this team. And, you know, we, we've been through so many pathetic mini areas under so many different managers in the last few years but 
everyone would collectively say that we, we are now living with a group of footballers who have consistently seen off these these managers and seen off you know their entire philosophy and approach to the game and at some point you mentioned the word responsibility there that there has to be a point where the footballers step up and say well you know everything we've done in Finch Farm in the week and in the four or five games leading up to this game it's been great but right now what matters is this next 20 minutes we're down to 10 men you know we're on the front foot Anthony Gordon's playing well just read what is working for us and what isn't and I think that, that that was what disappointed me most today is that we were doing we were doing things badly but we weren't learning from those mistakes yeah. we just consistently went down exactly the same paths of poor performance and it ultimately just just gradually led us out into an absolutely horrible result yeah um, we'll leave it there plenty coming up in the week of course, here on the Blue Room. Just defla- I'm just deflated. I'm so deflated. I couldn't yeah. believe how quiet it was at the end today. It was like, it was almost like everyone just sort of. The, the, the other everyone's games accepted have it. Yeah. Have definitely pushed us all that way up. It was, it was sort of like everyone sort of went collectively, fucking hell, this, this is actually could happen yeah. now. And yeah. yeah. Uh, fingers crossed it can bounce back. But yeah, horrendous day at Goodison Park. Um, let us know your thoughts on Twitter at the Blue Room EFC. Um, and we'll be back in the week to preview that game against Newcastle which of course is absolutely enormous now uh, like today was but unfortunately we didn't go over the line so cheers for listening as ever cheers to Moe's and we'll speak to you again very soon Dear gas prices go take a hike Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years the Toyota hybrid lineup brings efficiency with power and savings with style not to mention top tech to help keep you connected plush premium interiors, and the most advanced Toyota safety features. So, now you know who you're talking to. Toyota, the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years, with a hybrid or electric vehicle built for every driver. Seriously, dear gas prices, do you really think you can stand in our way? Think again. Toyota hybrids. Find yours at toyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Based on manufacturer estimates, CY 2000 through 2021 sales. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.